Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Check engine light fright. <laughs> That's the subject today. You know that check engine light. It's yellow. It's in the middle of your dash. It's on and then it's off. Something's wrong with my car, maybe, or now that maybe the check engine light's broken too. Who knows? But my car is running fine, but then the light keeps coming on. Or maybe it's been stuck on for years and you just didn't want to deal with it. Today's the day. The prompting is coming to you to call the Christian Car Guy Show with your check engine light fright story, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Tell us your check engine light dilemma. The good news is we brought in the big guns today to help us with that. We got Joe Abendola with Abendola Automotive here to help us out. So really any engine issue or something like that you might be dealing with doesn't necessarily have to be the check engine light but that's the one we're focusing on today we would love for you to call 866-348-7884 and of course to add some colorful christian commentary we have our very own recovering bozo dr sunny fox Oh, Nelly, you're back on with us, Dr. Sonny. So when they call in with their check engine fright, light fright, they're going to not only get some free advice, obviously, and in wisdom and all those things, they're going to get a Dr. Sonny bookmark that we've talked about so many times here on the, we got plenty of those to give away. And what else are they going to get, Dr. Sonny? Well, what we're going to do is we're going to give you a little sermon to go with uh, today's information about cars, and it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. And I want to thank you for sending me that uh, SPF 50 because I'm in San Diego and it's uh, it's going to be hot today, and I'm going to be water skiing, and I just had a fresh glass of uh, <laughs> squeezed orange juice off the orange trees. And how are things going for you back there? Oh, it's a balmy 34 or something like that out here, Dr. Sonny. Mercy. But, and the leaves have fallen off. We've been we've been raking, raking. Do you have the leaves fall off the trees in California? Uh, a few of them, but, but not many. <laughs> the fruit trees are green, evergreen. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, this is your day to call in with that mechanical problem, that check engine light fright. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in. Again, that's toll-free, and if you're digitally gifted, you can dial 866-34-TRUTH. And my hat's off to you if you can make that happen. I, I've just never been able to master that talent. Then, obviously, coming up at the end of the, maybe not obviously, but coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding, so similar to the check engine light, we have the Holy Spirit here to convict us. 
So it's flashing, and, and Dr. Sonny told me there's a dove in the check engine light that God has for you. <laughs> it's exactly. A, it's a flashing dove that comes up on the warning dashboard of your head there, and it's going to tell us that something's amiss. And in my study of the Holy Spirit, Dr. Sonny's got a lot of cool stuff on this this morning for us, but in my study of the Holy Spirit this week, I came across the sevenfold anointing of Jesus. And... I started thinking about this. There were seven uh, pillars that were mentioned in Proverbs chapter 9, that wisdom had this seven pillars, and they were hewn out. And I started thinking, wow, I wonder if those are the same seven that they're talking about, the seven spirits of God that minister before the throne in Revelation 1. And I'm starting to see this pattern of sevens, and I was like, what are these seven? I got to know. And so inquiring minds started to work on this subject, and I came up with a passage in Isaiah 11 that we will be talking about today that really is very insightful to me on my inboard check engine light (laughs) issues that I'm dealing with, and hopefully it'll be good for you. Again, we're going to talk about that coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by The Real Black Book. Hi, I'm Robbie Dillmore, the Christian car guy, 35 years in the retail automobile business, but more importantly, your brother in Christ, the Christian car guy show is hopefully changing the way people look at their cars. They need to be paid for no debt. Watching people buy cars for 35 years going into huge amounts of debt, it's a real heartbreaker, and it's not necessary because cars need tender, loving care, and if you take care of them, like I do my old red, my old 95 truck, they'll keep running for years and years and years. In fact, you see those tractors, they're out there running in the field since the 40s. Why do you think? Well, Truth is, if you maintain your car, it will last as long as you do. But part of maintaining it means you have to drive safely. So we talk about that, too, on the Christian Car Guys show. Wear your seatbelt and don't speed if you're truly following Jesus. In other words, if he's in the car ahead of you, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, don't you? It's estimated, and I'm telling you, I say this every week. I'm going to say it one more time. It's estimated that Americans waste 200 million gallons of gas a week. That's how much gas a week is wasted on speeding. And this particular weekend, since everybody's coming back from Thanksgiving, I hate to think how much gas is going to get wasted. We don't have a oil problem. We have a sin problem here in America with all this speeding. Anyway, this is a live show, so you listeners make this a big part of the show. It's always really one of my favorite parts to hear what you guys come up with. And today it's check engine light fright. You know, that annoying yellow light, it says check engine. Sometimes it says other like uh, malfunction light. Sometimes it, it says check soon or whatever. Some of the other things it might say, Joey. Service engine soon. Oh, service engine soon. Little picture of an engine maybe. Little, yeah, it's got that. And then, and then it, sometimes it flashes little codes to you little secret code, flash three times and winks at you and tells you (laughs) all sorts of things. So what's up with that? And I know from appraising cars, Joey, that a good half of the cars I would get into appraise uh, back when I was selling cars, the check engine light would be on. And I'd say, well, what's up with your check engine light? Well, it came on and I just, you know, and they've been driving around with a check engine light on Mm -hmm. for years. And and it's, it's often no big deal, right? Oftentimes, and the days of being able to drive with it for years are kind of over unless you know somebody that's a little shady. Oh, as far as getting that state inspection? Yep. 
depending on what state you're in, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're not. There's a lot of emission stuff going on. The federal government has cracked down, so that check engine light's part of that whole emission system. So this is your opportunity to get free advice. We got Joe here. We got Doctor Sunny. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four is the number to call in. Of course, all this information is at our website, Christian Carguy. Dot com, where I have a very interesting picture that of a lady who is dealing with check engine light fright. There's also a wonderful diagram of showing all the components, not all the components, it's showing several of the components that hooks up to a PCM, some of the things you might be dealing with if your check engine light's on. I have an excerpt from a Nissan owner's manual on what you do when your check engine light comes on. It's all there at christiancarguy.com, as well as the Jesus Labor of Love, free car repair labor for single moms and widows across the country. Of course, we always have to get in our pitch for that. If you know of somebody dealing with something like that, you can go to christiancarguy.com, click on the Jesus Labor Love. And again, it's the labor that we pay for through that ministry. And again, you can join the Jesus Labor Love team. Lots of opportunity for you at christiancarguy.com, as well as podcasts of all previous shows, hundreds, literally hundreds of articles. And now we have Karen Mulder's Wisdom of the Wounded. What do you say when you're in that funeral line, or what do you say when your friend comes down with cancer? What is the wisdom that that, that might be available for you, Wisdom of the Wounded? It's a regular feature now on Christian Car Guy Show. You'll hear it coming up through the show, but also there's a link there for all that wisdom. It's called Wisdom of the Wounded featuring Karen Mulder. So we got all that out of the way. Now let's just talk check engine lights here, because here's the thing. There's been a lot of changes over the years. There used to be ECMs, and now there's PCMs, and there's all kinds of acronyms. Dr. Sonny, it's a, it's a Dr. Sonny mega world out there. Tell us, Joey, first, before Dr. Sonny goes into this, what's the difference between a PCM and an ECM, and what does that have to do with my cotton-picking dash light? Well, the difference between a PCM and an ECM is an ECM is usually just monitoring the engine. PCM stands for Powertrain Control Module which also monitors the transmission. So it's a little bit more in that module. For most people, though, it doesn't matter. It's the same. It's the check engine light that's on, and you got to call us with your issue. you got the whole break to to get up the courage to do this because your calls will make all the difference in the show, I promise you. The Holy Spirit's prompting you right now. The dove is flashing. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. You can help thousands with your story. Call us. Maybe I should have had breakfast. A little brekkie could be good for me. No, no, no. Stay focused. Speed. I'm faster than fast, quicker than quick. I am lightning. Hey, lightning. You ready? Oh, yeah. Lightning's ready. Yes, you are listening to the Christian Car Guy radio show today, and we're talking about not Lightning McQueen, but check engine light fright. What do you do when that crazy yellow light comes on and it starts flashing? We need you to call us with your situation today. You got it. It's on right there, and, and you're trying to figure out what to do with it. 866 348 7884 866-34-TRUTH for the digitally gifted. And, you know, the first thing that I would mention about this situation 
and, and I say it all the time, but I feel like it always needs to be repeated. When you see a light in the dash that's yellow, that's telling you caution. When you see a light in the dash that's red, and I cannot tell you the thousands of people, maybe millions at this point, that have lost their engine, they've lost their head gasket, they've lost many things because they did not realize red means stop, yellow means caution. So that check engine light being yellow is telling you, caution, you got an issue. But when that red light comes on, that's an oil light, a low pressure um, situation, or overheating even worse. Joey, how many cars are you dealing with today that if they'd have just pulled over when that red light said stop, that it would be a different world? I couldn't count the amount of cars that you see like that, especially blown head gaskets that turn from head gaskets. That's relatively inexpensive compared to having to put a new motor in. But yeah, when that when that overheating light comes on, mm-hmm. that means stop. Now the brake light seems like a no brainer when you see that red brake light come on, and so people think, well, I'll pull on my emergency release one more time to make sure that the brake light comes off. But folks, let me tell you. That red light that says brake, <laughs> when the emergency brake is in fact off and that light is red, it is telling you that there's a pressure problem within that system and you may step on your brakes and if the master cylinder's gone bad, your foot will go to the floor and you're going to be needing that emergency brake really quick. So that's another red light, right, Joey, mm-hmm. that, that is telling you that you got to stop. Yep. As a general rule, stop means, red means stop, yellow is you can still drive, but needs to be taken care of yeah and, and the low tire pressure lights another mm-hmm. one that that's yellow like that that you it's a warning warning will robinson but you know this this red light thing we want to make sure and the other thing i always want to say is you have this thing called an owner's manual mm-hmm. if you don't have one in your car you can you can write the manufacturer they will send you one for next to like two bucks three bucks tops and it is totally invaluable because every car is different. And you may find that your check engine light or your malfunction light or whatever they call it has some secret code or something behind it. But before we go into the owner's whole owner's manual thing, which I have a copy of a Nissan owner's manual up there, it shows how easily and how nicely they tell you what to do when that light comes on. But, Dr. Sonny, I think you need to chime in here. with. I know you've got something for us for yellow, right? Well, I've got something for yellow. Um but your owner's manual in life is God's word. So that's the owner's manual you need to go to for your check engine light. See you have a spiritual you have a spiritual dashboard in your life. And the check engine light for the spiritual dashboard is a little yellow a little yellow uh, dove that has a G or a Q that comes on. And the check engine light in God's economy and in God's world, you either grieve the Holy Spirit, that would be a G, or you quench the Holy Spirit, that's a Q. Now the module inside you, we've been talking about the modules inside of of cars, the module inside of you that operates you in God's economy is the Holy Spirit, and you can grieve the Holy Spirit, or you can quench the Holy Spirit. I want to explain those real quickly here, because it's, it's important for you, they are very different. If you grieve the Holy Spirit, that's something you do. You have gone out and done something that you know you shouldn't have done, and that's grieved the Holy Spirit. Quenching the Holy Spirit, that light comes on when you're not doing something, like praying or reading your Bible 
or talking with God or something like that. So you can have a yellow light come on in God's dashboard for gr- for grieving the Holy Spirit, something you did, or you can have a cue quenching the Holy Spirit for what you didn't do. All right, it's time and to I'll put... talk more about that as we go. We got to uh, put you to the test, though. You know, Mr. Acronym has got to have something for yellow. Yellow, okay. You eliminate loss by loving out loud and watching. Remember, we're told to watch. In Ezekiel, we're told the watchman on the board. So you watch those lights, and you will eliminate lots of labor by overcoming uh, your wish that that light would go away. There's your yellow. Yeah, don't beat the dashboard. Beating the dashboard is not going to make the yellow light go away. But sometimes, Dr. Sonny, sometimes, believe it or yes. not, all you have to do is go tighten your gas cap. And exactly, because <laughs> exactly. people don't realize that part of that system, that check engine light, is part of your emission system. And and some wonderful economic ecologist or something decided that wow, there's fumes that come off a gas tank, and these gas fumes are polluting our air. So we will control these fumes. And part of the way they do that is 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 through keeping a certain pressure in your gas tank, and it's not vented the way it once was. And so when you don't tighten your gas cap, it is sending a message to your computer that you don't have the proper pressure. And the good news is all you have to do is turn that back on. But after a few key cycles, here's the, here's the little known secret. We're, sa- we're sharing secrets here today on A Christian Car Guy. There's these things called key cycles that turn that light off. Tell us about them, Joey. It varies from car to car, but if the fault that cut the light on isn't present, Eventually, after, depends on the car, how many key cycles, but after this, that amount of key cycles, it will cut the light back off. I mean, it's certainly easier and more time efficient, if you will, to just stop by a garage and get them to cut it off for you. And, and less wear and tear on your ignition switch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because I've known many people that just knew the secret, and so they sit there in their driveway, and they mm-hmm. cycle the key about 10 or 15 times. Well, you know, those moving. Now, if you have one of these new electronic ignitions where you're not twisting, you know, you might cycle the key that way with electronically, I suppose, doesn't have the wear and tear. But when you're cycling the key like that, you're obviously mm-hmm. working on your ignition switch and those kind of things. But the point is that really even a parts place will turn your light off mm-hmm. you can go buy auto parts um parks plus or any of those places and they can turn your light off it is always i mean we check turn off lights for free most garages do i always say it's better to let a technician look at it just so they can see that code because right. we know what's going on the parts guys they're parts guys they're not technicians they don't know just in case there is something besides your gas cap that's going on and decoding the code. We're going to be going down the code road when we <laughs> come back on the Christian Car Guy Show. So much to talk about with this whole check engine light fright, but we need your situation to help you. 866-348-7884. Call us with your check engine light or other mechanical issues since we got Joe with us today. Joe Abandalo, Automotive in Greensboro. Covered with grease from my head to my feet, my hands are cut and callous. 
Oh, are you broke down south of Dallas? You spent all your bucks on a broke down truck. <laughs> I found that song years ago, and I, it tickles me every time I hear it. But we're talking today on the Christian Car Guys show about check engine light fright. What is this light? What's it doing? What can I do to fix it? We've brought in the big guns. We got Joe Abendola here with us. He's got a shop now in Greensboro, and you can find out all about him as well as so many other things at ChristianCarGuy.com. You can go to the Jesus Labor Love, see all the technicians that help us out with Families in Crisis, where we have that uh, free car repair labor for Families in Crisis. If you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as whole articles on Check Engine Life Fright and, and in Dr. Sonny's links, where he's got all of his ministry. He's under the Ask an Expert page. Uh, Dr. Sonny is, if you're interested in contacting Dr. Sonny, he's always got something very original, very unique. We have Durant, who is in Richmond, Virginia, and he's got a Sunfire issue. Durant, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good. Did I pronounce your name right? Yeah, you did. Oh, good. Good. So you have a 2000 Sunfire, and tell us what's going on. Yeah, uh, it started six months ago or so. I can uh, start it up and drive it. I noticed the temperature gauge was going all the way up, but just all of a sudden. And then I checked it, everything, nothing hot. The car was running good, and it drops back down, and sometimes the engine light will come on right after. It's like the gauges are jumping around. It's possessed. It's erratic. Right, that's <laughs> what it looks like, but it doesn't do it all the time. I can use it a day, no problem. But uh, I can start and drive it up to the store and back, and it'll... Like you said, it's like it's possessed. And uh had several people give me ideas when I'm said that they didn't think that they thought a ground had come loose on it or something. And I just, like I said, I haven't had a clue. It's kind of a spare car for me. But uh, and that's kind of the reason why it's a spare car. Joe, I think we ought to lay hands on this baby. It's being possessed and all. But no, go ahead. Tell <laughs> us. <laughs> Sounds like it needs it. Uh, first off, is this Sunfire a four cylinder or a six? It's a four cylinder. Four cylinder. Okay, that's a quad motor. Um, yeah, they're quad motors. When they start giving you trouble, if it is having an overheating issue, mm-hmm. well, it's it doesn't n- seem to, it doesn't seem to be overheating. I get out and uh-huh. check it, but like I said, the check engine light will come on and just, but like I said, while the other one goes off, it's just the okay. heat gauge spikes is what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then it comes back down and then the check engine light comes on, but then the heat light goes back to normal. Right, it just, and like I said, I'll get in it sometimes, and it's just the check engine light, and the temperature will be correct on well, the uh, temperature well, gauge. What the interesting thing is there is, unfortunately, very, very, very unfortunately, when head gaskets decide that they want to be finicky and start to begin to leak, that that's the that you're you're experiencing that kind of thing. It will spike, and then it'll go right back down. And it will appear that it's all right, but pressure checking it, would you say, Joey, would be the way, that would be my first thing to think about, would be to pressure check that radiator. First thing to do would be pressure check the radiator, then there's chemicals in a little vial thing that you can buy from any of your parts stores that are for checking head gaskets. You you leave the car running, you put this device that you get from the parts store above the radiator cap, and it'll turn the chemical co- it'll turn the chemical in the vial. Oh yeah, because the oct- Oh yeah, those little babies. 
I've I've seen that. That mm-hmm. stuff's good. That's a great idea. You put that in your radio, and oh man, it, it'll show you real quick if you've got that uh, head gasket yes. issue. And if that that's probably the most likely thing, Durant. But it may be that you got an electrical issue. But what would really worry me about the car is that when that head gasket decides to really go, you can have some other issues that go along with that. Um, so checking that, um, putting that chemical he's talking about, which you can get in any parts store, in there would give you a real good answer real quick if you've got the if you've got the head gasket issue. Doctor Sonny, I know you've got a you've got something for us here, <laughs> and so we're waiting on what have you got, Doctor Sonny? Well, it sounds like in the uh, in the spiritual world that could also happen. What you what you find is, you know, you get up in the morning and you kind of you know you kind of down a little bit, and then all of a sudden your day gets going, and uh, you know the the gauges come back back to where they ought to be, and then uh, it's, it's kind of like every day. That's usually the uh, the grieving. You grieve the Holy Spirit light that come on. That I talked about earlier. What's happened is you've you haven't asked God uh, to you know to check you for the sins that you've uh, committed over the last week or two or three. What you do is you go to First John one nine. That's the Christian's bar of soap. And what you do is you say, "Look, Father, I know I have sinned along the way here somewhere, and it says that He is he is faithful and 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 just to uh, forgive you of those things." So. Uh, rather than beat beat your spiritual dashboard to death, try to get the light to go out, try to figure out what's going on when you have these intermittent spikes in your spiritual life. Just go to God and ask Him for for forgiveness. That's I mean He's He's done all the work. You don't have to do any work other than say, look, something has gone uh, awry here. I don't know what it is, but please forgive me for anything that I have have done. And you'll find those gauges come right you know right back into right back into where they ought to be all right dr sonny we need a we need a an a gauge acronym is what we need well let's let's go g-a-g-e god always gives what's wrong with you there's a u engage i'm not i'm not letting you off easy here all right (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna give you a gag (laughs) g-a-u-g-e god always ultimately gives early warning. So watch your gauges, <laughs> listen to your conscience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't try this at home, folks. There's only one Dr. Sonny. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> See, now how bad would it have been if I'd let you get by without the you, Dr. Sonny? I mean, that's there you go, Durant. I mean, now right. you know that you, that's God's early warning <laughs> system. <laughs> that's exactly right. First John 1-9. I appreciate that. Durant, thank you for calling. I really, really, really do appreciate it. I hope that helps, and I hope it helps some other folks that might be listening. God bless you, brother. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Mm Bye-bye. All right. He called with his. You can call with yours. 866-348-7884. The dove is flashing on your gauge saying, well, I need to call the Christian Car Guy Show with my situation. 866-348-7884. Seven, eight, eight, four. Now, getting back to these check engine things, they always come with codes. So let's go down the code road, Joey. What 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 does that mean? It set a code. The light set a code. It went on and went off, but it set a code. 
Well, the code is basically just a number for a fault. There's about 2,000 different codes in the OBD2 system. In the what? On, <laughs> onboard diagnostic system that we're running today. I know. I'm just kidding. OBD2. Mm-hmm. That's the... Oh, help me, OBD2. You're my only hope. <laughs> that's federally mandated right, right. codes that we have to have that are universal manufacturer to manufacturer. Um, just take a random code, like if you have a 300, PO300 is the way it shows up. That's a random misfire. Then there's codes for your catalytic converters, your EGR, about any fault you can think of under the hood of that car, there's a code for. Yeah, and what may be helpful for you, um, if you're visual like me, I created, I spent really a couple hours creating this chart yesterday. It has a picture of a PCM and a wires that go to the things that most commonly that I'm aware of cause check engine light issues. So you see, just like Joey, Joe just described, that one of the faults there is at misfire so that he you're picking that out of the ignition system. Mm-hmm. But we talked about the gas cap being loose and that's coming from, you know, the, the fuel tank pressure sensor. Now you've got the EGR valve that he mentioned cause they love acronyms. Dr. Sonny, are you sure you didn't help the engineers with all this stuff, but that's exhaust gas recirculation. If you always wondered what's an EGR valve, well, some ecologists said we've got to recirculate that exhaust gas because <laughs> <laughs> you know, it needs to go through one more time so it can get just a little more, more cooked, more, well, more fuel. The evil Knox gas. Yeah. You, you got to get rid of the evil Knox gas. There you go. If you're running hot, you make nitrogen, and that <laughs> is the purpose of the EGR. Now, in the spiritual world, when you're running hot, you're all mad. You also give off noxic, noxious uh, outbursts. <laughs> So what you want to do is First John one nine. I keep telling you First John one nine. That's the way to reset all of your all your codes in your spiritual dashboard. First John one nine. Now the one the one code that we run across all the time, or for me when I was you know if I was appraising cars or whatever, you could almost count on the fact that it would have an oxygen sensor code. Oxygen sensor. What code is that, Joey? Ah, oh, we tested his memory real quick. Never mind. It's one of those codes. It's, it's got a number, and it, mm-hmm. it, it'll say oxygen sensor. But what's up with an oxygen sensor, and why are, and, and, am I wrong? Is it still that way that oxygen sensors are most commonly, besides the fuel tank and stuff, one of the issues? They're a very common issue. Today, it's almost more catalytic converters really? than you see oxygen sensors, especially on the appraisal side when people sell cars because converters have gone so high. Yeah, they're, they're wants to $1,000 or whatever. And there's all sorts of little tricks that they have for these catalytic converter sensors, don't they? Yeah, they he's are not there. He's not saying it on national radio. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to get the EPA guy to be coming to my EPA. front door. <laughs> Joey, we heard you talk about these. I just know that, that there's all sorts of shenanigans yeah. that, that people come up with when it, when it comes to try to beat the code. But here's the thing. You know, a lot of people say, can't you just turn this light off? The answer to that is no. No, because you can't get your state inspection. There's so many things that are tied to this anymore, not to mention you, you could, in fact, be hurting your engine. Well, and if I just cut the light off, it, the machine will not let you inspect it. Ah. 
you have to drive it between 20 to 100 miles to get all what they call the readiness monitors to get the, the computer has to go through tests and until it meets all those test criteria it will not let you get an inspection and most of the time that doesn't work anymore they put that in place so you can't just clear a light and run it over the machine and in god's dashboard you never want to turn off the prompting of the holy spirit because that will quench it oh. when you do that you need to stir it up with first thessalonians 5:19 you've got to get it stirred up now speaking of stirred up another yes. common they call them some people call them mass airflow sensors mm-hmm. the the fl- engine flow the throttle that we used to call the throttle body on a carburetor, mm-hmm. you know, that all oh, there's all kinds of air coming through there, and mm-hmm. obviously the engine has to be controlled through this stuff. What Tell us about that one, Joey. Uh, the mass airflow, what it does is it monitors the airflow, like you said, going through the throttle body. If that's not working or not giving an accurate reading, the computer has no idea how much oxygen it's getting, and so it doesn't know the fuel air ratio to... Yeah, and a lot of people would have no clue how much air an internal combustion engine goes through. I had the calculations one time, but it's a phenomenal. Mm. I mean, compared to a human body, it's, it's like 200,000 times more air than your body goes through. And since it's sucking all this air, it gets mm-hmm. the resin and stuff off that air that clouds these sensors. And that's right. part of What's going on with that? We got Liz in Winston-Salem's got a 95 Lexus. Liz, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning. You've got an engine light on and a Lexus. I do. Uh, That happened about uh, two months ago. I took it. He cleared it. And I thought, oh, okay. And then uh, about maybe a month later, uh, it came on again. So I took it back. And he did the little test on it and everything, and he checked. I'm not sure what all he checked, but um, then he just turned it off. And I'm not real comfortable with that. Yeah, he reset it. Go ahead, Joey, explain that. All he's doing when he resets the light, he's just just clearing the computer's memory Mm -hmm. of what happened. That's the first time he did that. Right. Uh, Do you know what kind of codes, or did he... There was some type of a code that started with a P. Right. They All the codes that cut the check engine light have P's in front of them. Oh. That stands for powertrain. Oh, I don't know then. That's okay. Uh, now, that's, wouldn't expect, did he, he didn't give you any kind of definition of it, like if it's an EVAP, EGR, catalytic converter, anything like that sound familiar? No. Okay. But the second time I took it, he just, he said, I'm just going to cut it off. Well, let's see. He's doing the same exact procedure mm-hmm. or was resetting the system. So what Joey's explaining is that the computer is sending a message saying, I'm got, seeing a problem here. Well, if he reset it and it doesn't continue to send the message, you have a real intermittent issue. And if the car's running okay, right, Joey, it doesn't sound like there's yeah, a real it issue. doesn't sound like it. If I had to guess something like that, it's either going to be an EVAP or a catalytic converter problem some if it comes on the third time somebody's gonna have to look into it thank you for Mm -hmm. calling liz when we come back we're gonna find out about these seven holy spirit issues oh i can hardly wait
you're listening to a seven-year-old little girl there. Praise the Lord for the holy night and and a, a YouTube video that has, uh, I think it's over nine million views to see this little girl sing Noel is or Oh Holy Night is something to see. And you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com and I've embedded that video there. You can sing her, see her sing Oh Holy Night. But the reason I wanted to use that as my lead into this, we've been talking about the check engine light and how. You know, your car has a check engine light and let you know there's a malfunction. And as Dr. Sonny has pointed out so well throughout the show, that spiritually we have the Holy Spirit, the comforter, Jesus said, would come. And, and he would help convict us of sin, is what Jesus said was part of his job description. And how wonderful is it that we have this inboard system? So as I mentioned, as I was studying this thing, I was, I was studying John Owen's book, um, on the Holy Spirit, which he was a Puritan from the 1600s, a phenomenal mind. And he started talking about the sevenfold Holy Spirit and the sevenfold anointing of Jesus at his baptism. And I was like, what is the sevenfold anointing? So I start researching this, and I found the seven pillars of wisdom, which are there in, in Proverbs 9, and I saw the seven spirits of God that were in Revelation 1 that we're communing before the throne at the very opening of that. And I was, where, what is this seven? I got to know. And then I came across Isaiah 11. And there they call that, the, the, the Catholics and a lot of churches call that the, the sevenfold anointing of the Holy Spirit. Now listen to Isaiah 11. This is too cool for school when you realize what they're talking about here. It says, there shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse. Of course, Jesse was, G, uh, was David's great-grandfather. And a branch from his root shall bear fruit. Well, you got David, obviously, Jesus, the son of David. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Now get this, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, which you see at Jesus' baptism where the Holy Spirit came down like a dove, like Dr. Sonny Munchen. The spirit of, here comes the seven, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of, the spirit of knowledge and, and the fear of the Lord, and his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. Well, if you count one, two, three, you got, okay, we got wisdom, we got understanding, we got counsel, we got might, which is power in some translations, we got knowledge, and then we got fear of the Lord, but then we got delight in the fear of the Lord. Now, when I started, I started to think about this and I went, okay, so the Holy Spirit has got this anointing on Jesus here, and so it's got to be similar to the one he has in my own life. And these are things that are available, wisdom and understanding. But what's the fear of the Lord versus the delight in the fear of the Lord? And I was talking to a friend of mine about when you go into church and it, at first, you know, when people start saying, well, it's okay to dress really casually and bring in a cup of coffee and all that, <laughs> you know, because you're bringing in people and where they are. But there comes a point where really... Peter fell down in the boat and said, stand away from me. I'm a sinful man. He, he got fear of the Lord right there. But later on, he reverences God so much that there's this delight in knowing how awesome and how amazing. And, and there's not just the fear of the Lord, like Peter falling in the boat or me in my life. When I finally figured out that I needed Jesus, I fell down in fear of the Lord. And that's the beginning of wisdom. But then there's also, there's this delight in the holiness of God. 
And I know you may not agree with people that are very liturgical and, 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 and they're very formal, but in their own way, you, you see these people are worshiping. And, and if you listen carefully to that little girl's song, because worship is holy name, it's, it's the, she is delighting in the fear of the Lord. How cool is that, Dr. Sonny? I, I didn't give you any time for a rebuttal, but jump on in there because we just got a couple seconds. Well, the Holy Spirit was sent to us to help us live the Christian life. We could not live it without it. And just like a car, you couldn't operate without these modules. And as a Christian, you can't operate without the Holy Spirit. Uh, you can't make chicken salad without chicken, and you can't be a Christian without Christ. And uh, There you go. I'm, I'm going to have some uh, some fresh orange juice and send me some SPF 50 so I don't get sunburned today. I'll do that. Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done. In 33 years, delight in the fear of the Lord this week.